Welcome to Extreme Encounters. My name is Graham Stanley. Today I want to talk about walking in the anointing. How do we maintain a lifestyle in the anointing? And so it's actually very simple, and so we're going to be looking at that. And Luke chapter 4, very famous scripture, verse 18 to 19. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set free those who are oppressed, to, bring, to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord, to proclaim the favorable year. Year of the Lord. And my text comes from the first part of that verse that we read. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me. The first thing that we need to realize is that it is the Holy Spirit that produces the anointing and that He does it for a purpose. It's the Holy Spirit that produces the anointing, and he does it with a purpose in mind. Now, when we talk about purpose, everybody's purpose is different. We don't all have the same purpose. Our goal is to further the kingdom of God. Our goal is to expand the kingdom. But how we do it, depends on what God has placed within us and called us to do. Everybody has a calling. Everybody has a distinction. Everybody has something that they bring to the body of Christ to further the gospel. And we know that the Bible teaches us that this gospel shall be preached throughout all the earth and then the end will come. And I think that we are well on our way to doing that with the social media platforms and the video platforms and things like that. We're well on our way to doing it. I've had to come to terms with the idea of social media and videos and things like that, and I've been doing it for a little bit, but every day I'm learning something new because every day it changes. And every time it changes, it expands your capabilities and your abilities. And in that expansion, it opens more doors to spread the kingdom of God throughout the earth. We all have a role to play in that, not just on social media. I use that as an example. But we all have a role to play where we're at. And I believe firmly that God is stirring up the body to play that role, to be that one that expands the kingdom, because that's what it's about. The anointing that was on Jesus' life was to bring the gospel to the poor, to open blind eyes, to set free captives. You have a particular calling. You have a particular ministry that God has anointed you for. So if we have a desire 
to be led and controlled by the Holy Spirit, then we have to have a desire for righteousness. If we have a desire to be led and controlled by the Holy Spirit, in other words, He has last say, final say, all say in your life. There's no room for anything else. Your total focus is to do His purpose, His will. Then you're going to, if you want, if that is your call, then you are going to have to live a righteous life. In other words, you've got to live a life that is set apart from the norm. A life that if God shone a torch, there's no darkness in it. Now, I'm not talking about when we make mistakes and, and do silly things. God loves us. He loves us, and if we do silly things, he will work it out in us to bring us to the place where we can come back into what it is that he's called us to do. But I'm talking about where you make a lifestyle of not living righteously, but you want the anointing and the gifts and the everything to flow on you. And you want to move in the presence and the power of God. And you want to have what it is that God said you can have, but you also want to have what the world says you can have. So you're going to have to, if you want to live that life, you're going to have to make sure that the world has no hold on you. Because if the world has hold on you, you better believe the devil will find a way to trip you up. And we've seen lots of ministers, and, and this is a whole other area, and I don't particularly want to get into it now, but we've seen loads of ministers that have focused on their gifting, that everything is about their gifting. Nothing has been about flowing in that gifting and flowing in that anointing and setting themselves apart for that anointing that have come short, that have fallen in some way or another. So it's vital that you live the life from top to bottom, side to side, and in and out. Psalm chapter 45 and verse 7 says this. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Notice that. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. That's the dividing line that we have to live by. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of joy above your fellows. Now you might say, well, that's talking about Jesus. Yes, it is. It is talking about Jesus, but it's talking about you as well. You see, the greater one lives on the inside of him, of us. And whatever God has done through him, and the fact that he lives on the inside of God is, will do the same through us. But we have to make that decision that we are living flat out all the way, non-stop for the kingdom. Some of the characteristics of operating in the spirit are wisdom, understanding, counsel, which means advice and purpose. Counsel, not C-I-L-C-E-L, -E means advice and purpose. 
strength, knowledge, most of all, a fear of the Lord. You've got to fear God. Not fear him in the fact that you think he's going to come down and beat you up, but fear him in the fact that you realize the ultimate awesomeness of God. That you have a reverential fear for who he is. Isaiah chapter 11 and verse 2 says this. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and strength. The spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. So if you want to have the Holy Spirit resting on you, there has to be certain characteristics that's prevalent in your life. I've seen a lot of people that, um, who claim to have the Spirit of God on their lives, but when you look at their lifestyles, you can see that they are so far from the reverential fear of God and that they're so full of who they are and wanting to God to anoint who they are that they're operating in an area of deception. You cannot walk in who you are and want the anointing to manifest in your life. When you walk in the anointing, you have to, you have the assurance that God, wherever you go, goes with you. When you walk in the anointing, you have the assurance that God, wherever you go, will be there. I've experienced that in multiple times in my life. I know there are many times when I've been doing conferences or church services, and a lot of times I just step out boldly. And sometimes it feels like I'm stepping off the edge of a cliff and testing God to see if he will catch me. And when I say testing God, I'm not talking about putting God to the test. But what I'm saying is I know that he will not allow me to... Um, miss him or or you know what i'm saying but when i step out i know why because he's with me and i've seen some of the most amazing things happen why because he's with me i've seen god move in spectacular ways why because he's with me i have a knowing on the inside why because i'm doing what he said i must do so i have that inner knowing Blessings, love you, see you again.